The dream economy is here. Are you coming? Welcome, my name is Katherine Morrison, and as I've coached countless online entrepreneurs into six, multiple six-figure and half-million-dollar businesses, I've learned a lot. One of the main things is that I'm not just here to help you create a high quantity of money. It's actually pretty easy. I'm here to help you do that through the highest quality money imaginable. That means activating and amplifying your unique frequency to take your being and form it into a magnetic, sharply differentiated brand that has clients dropping in out of the sky, salivating to work with you specifically, not someone who does that thing you do. I'm here to help you open the channel for the creation that wants to come through you, where growing your business and building demand comes from razor sharp business precision and business growth is always tied to an expansion of your pleasure. Expanding your mind and your nervous system to create more, receive more, and be bigger in visibility and impact in the world than your rational mind ever imagined possible. This isn't matrix business building. It's business building through soul ascension. This isn't just business coaching. This is the timeline to your destiny. Are you ready to play? Welcome to the Ascension Through Entrepreneurship podcast. Let's get started. Hello, soul fam. We have such a juicy episode today. I was getting ready for this and I was like, how have I never done this episode before? And we are coming up to the next enrollment period for the Words Are Wands Mastermind, where we really double click into the business you're actively creating on purpose. And inside of that business, there are going to be offers that uphold that business. And so while Words Are Wands is focused on the messaging, the first thing we need to get right is your offers. And then we work on the messaging to be selling your offers, right? And so in the mastermind on that, we have a virtual kickoff day where you we really look at and refine your offers. And then in our six months together, we're really dialing in the messaging that easily sells those offers. So enrollment for the next Words Are Wands Mastermind will be open September 4th to the 8th for the November class. And we kick off in November with, like I said, that entire full day virtually where we meet and you get to bring your specific questions about your business and get coaching, consulting, and feedback about the exact offer suite that best supports your business for both where you're currently at and most importantly, where you're wanting to take it in the next few years. Because we're, I'm seeing so many people make mistakes in both directions, either having too many offers that then confuses their audience about like, which one of these offers do I buy? And let me tell you, a confused mind never buys. So, so often people come and they're like, I don't know why my business isn't growing and I have all these things and no one's buying them. And it's like, probably because people like you, but they're super confused. (laughs) So you 1 million percent do not ever want to be in that position where there's clients that want to buy from you, but you have so many offers. People are just confused. 
or then on the other hand, having only one single offer that most people in your audience don't resonate with. So even if they love you and your brand and consume all your free marketing and trainings, they're not buying because you're not selling them an offer that they feel connects to their needs or desires right now. It can go either way. And you really want to find that Goldilocks sweet spot for you, your audience, and your business. And then once we get super clear on your offer or offers, as well as your unique process you use to ensure clients get the best results possible, we spend six entire months together inside of the mastermind, refining the messaging that then sells those offers and calls in best clients so that they see your messaging and they're able to see very quickly. They see your messaging and they're like, oh, wait, that offer is for me. That is what I need. That's my next best step. I want to hire them right now. So if that sounds like your jam and something you would love my help with, go ahead to www.katherinemorsoncoaching.com forward slash messaging and get your name on the wait list to join us. But for today, I wanted to dive into your offers from a little bit of a different angle because once you have that juicy Goldilocks offer suite of what you're selling in your business... You then need to think about how should I structure these offers to make them deliciously mouth-watering, right? You want your offers to be so good that when your potential clients hear about them, they're like salivating or like, oh my God, I need that. Like, how do I get that, right? So today I wanted to break it down into a handful of questions to ask yourself and then walk you through how I used these questions to create the structure of some of my current offers, as well as some examples for other types of businesses. So you have a wide palette to pull from in terms of what this will look like for you. So first, before we dive in to anything else, Let's break down the four questions to run through on every single one of your offers. The first question is, what's the result people are buying from this offer? When people buy an offer from you, they are buying results. Now, this could be something super tangible, right? So if we're going to use the words or wands mastermind, right? The result people are buying is they're coming in and they're going to have messaging that's so good in their written and spoken communication that ideal clients are pushing the buy now button right now <laughs> instead of next year, right? And they're not like getting confused by the messaging and then leaving the audience because they're like, I don't even know if this person can help me. That's a very specific result, right? So many people have people in their audience, but those people aren't raising their hands to buy. And if those people raise their hand to be in the audience, but then they're not raising their hand to buy, it's a big problem for the business owner, right? And they need to figure out what messaging bottleneck or issues there are that's creating that problem. And that's a very specific result, right? To figure out what that is and then to create the messaging that brings them in. And it's your job as the business owner to know the results you're selling. So I just gave an example of the words are Juan's mastermind, but let's give a few other examples. I have a friend whose whole thing is helping people lose the last 10 pounds of their weight loss goal. 
That's very specific. I have another friend who helps people fly first class and take incredible vacations all around the world without paying a dime and instead learning how to leverage credit card points as a financial asset. Or even someone like my neighbor who I've talked about, they're like our second family. She's the studio director for a very high-end interior design firm here in Austin, Texas. And they are selling people the perfectly designed home down to every last detail, like the pattern of the wallpaper and the finish of the sink faucet in the bathrooms designed exactly to both their clients' standards and the style that those clients absolutely love without those clients ever having to deal with any of the sucky parts of the design process, like sourcing vendors and contractors and managing the entire project, their clients just get to have the desire about the absolute most beautiful home they want. And this interior design firm delivers them their desires, almost like it's just like on a platter, right? Like here's your space. Now we've made it manifest in the world, like magazine spread worthy design. Literally a lot of their work ends up in spreads and magazines. They've been featured on the cover of lots of different interior design magazines. And for their ideal clients, that is the level that those clients play at in the world. And so of course they want homes that reflect that standard of the level they play at. That's a very specific result they are buying that my friend's interior design firm offers. So those are some very specific examples of very tangible results. But what if you sell something that feels intangible? I'm thinking right now of one of my clients inside of the Brand Alchemy Accelerator who runs a spa. People are booking massages, but they're not buying massages to just like have hands on them, right? They're buying massages for a specific result. And it's really important for her to know that so she knows how to design her massages to track to the result they're buying. For instance, let's just use massages, right? Some people buy sports massages and they're buying the result of reduced muscle tension which reduces tightness and probably does stuff like increases range of motion, allows that person to get back onto the field and play the sport that they love and feeling good in their body while they do it, right? That's a very specific, that's a specific offer of a type of massage and that's the result they're buying. Whereas when I buy a massage, I don't buy the sports massage. <laughs> I'm buying for the result of feeling totally pampered and blissed out, super deeply relaxed. You can see I'm not buying a massage. I'm buying the feeling I want from the massage. Yeah. And I was able to take different massages and get super specific about the different results each provides in ways that are super clear and tangible. Just once you see, I took something like a massage, which some people would be like, well, that's an experience. You need to experience it. Please listen to me. It will not serve you ever, no matter what it is that you're selling, to think like, oh, what I sell is intangible. I sell confidence. I sell feeling better. And that's hard to explain. I see so many people not only limited in their ability to message and create clients because of this, 
but to literally have the ability to structure and design offers that are mouthwatering that people want to buy because they're staying in the belief that it's like, it's unclear. I don't know what results I'm selling. So how do I even structure an offer, right? It's all going to be fucked from the starting line because they're choosing to indulge in confusion, which keeps them from knowing what their offer is and connecting to the people that deeply want their help right now. So again, the first question is, what are the results you are selling? And if your brain tells you that it's hard to explain or it's intangible, or it's just something that you know has to be experienced, just recognize deep breath. That's a bunch of fucking bullshit. <laughs> and you need to join words or wands. Literally inside of the portal, I walk through how this is done for things ranging from shamanic experiences or general life coaching to plant medicine ceremonies. <laughs> Please don't choose to stay confused or obstinate about how your offer is so unique and special. People just have to experience it in order to understand or get it because that belief is keeping you from learning how to message powerfully, which then allows people to understand and buy so that tons of clients actually raise their hand and consistently buy from you so that you can have, you can give them that incredible experience, everything that they get from working with you, okay? So that's the first question. What are the results you are selling? Okay, so the second question is, what's an appropriate time frame to achieve that result? And since I mentioned my client in the accelerator who owns a spa, let's just stay with massages for a minute. Listen, I love being sold to. I love when people sell me things that I want to buy. And years ago, when I lived in San Francisco, I had my favorite massage place where I would always go to. And I always booked 60-minute massages. But as I got to know the woman there, she became aware that the result I was buying was wanting to be totally blissed out, just deeply relaxed, like totally pampered. And so one day she had extra space in her calendar after the 60 minute massage I had booked. And she told me she thought I should upgrade from a 60 minute to a 90 minute experience because she noticed how much more dropped in people's bodies got with that additional time. And I obviously wanted that result. She was telling, I was like, wait, I could be more relaxed and more dropped in. So I was like, um, yes, please take my money. And she was right. I love the 90 minute massage. It was a better time frame for the result I wanted. And now to this day, I almost always book at least 90 minute massages. Whereas if you were just an athlete, maybe buying a sports massage and listen, I'm not an athlete and I've never had a sports massage, but I would imagine if what you're buying is the result of just getting knots out of your back or something, so you can go play your sport, maybe a great practitioner can get you that result in 45 minutes, right? Now, this one, length of time, is something I had to do a lot of work on in the beginning of my business because I am a deep transformation coach. It's like my unique gift is helping walk people through massive transformations, massive up levels, like feeling like you're living a completely different kind of life in the same lifetime kind of transformation. Like one of the things I would say most commonly clients say about working with me is like life trajectory altering, right? 
But in the beginning, first of all, I didn't believe that I had that power, right? And I had so many limiting beliefs, even though I wanted to be doing deep transformation work with people. I had thoughts like, ah, people don't want to commit to longer packages. People don't want to commit to the work and blah, 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 right? And because I had those limiting beliefs, I was selling these little one-off sessions or month-by-month crap that I knew for sure was not in the highest and best interest of my clients for deep transformation. But I was too scared to ask for more. And that was all my shit. I had to clear up so that I could attract clients who do want deep transformation. And now that I've done that work and I've cleared it up, right? I'm person, I'm always like, listen, I'm a depth junkie. I'm like, how deep can we go? (laughs) And I very much attract people that really want deep transformation, deep work. And you can see in my offers, I don't offer piecemeal little crap. And I want to be super clear, it's piecemeal little crap to me because of who I am and the power of my unique gifts is that massive, completely life trajectory altering transformation, like from the start line through to the finish line where you're living in the vision you had in your mind, right? And if I said you could achieve that in three weeks, I know I would be fucking lying. Now, there are other people. And their brand and their unique gifts might be to help someone achieve clarity, but then maybe their gifts don't lead, they don't lend themselves to the actual implementation of the plan, of the clear plan, right? And so if that's someone's gifts and they know, like, I'm just really good at helping someone get clear, but I don't have the gift of helping them, like, follow through on the plan, then the the best offer for them would be selling the results of clarity and the timeline would be very short because clarity is quite easy to get with the right tools and questions. So maybe they would have something like a VIP day, right? Like maybe they could have a super luxurious, like one and done and you sell to people that like, then they just go off, they, they get the clarity, then they go do the thing, right? But do you see how in order to even answer the question of how long should my package or offer be, you have to use the filter of the results you are selling to get to the right answer. And if you get to the right answer and you come up with a time frame, but then you have limiting beliefs about your ability to sell that, you for sure want to get coached on that, right? And again, all of this is in terms of personal coaching and consulting on what makes the most sense for you right now in your business. That's something we do at the very beginning of the Words or Wands Mastermind, right? And in that room, we're also looking at it through the lens of where do you want to be a few years out? And then what offer suite do we need now? And then where do you want to develop it to? What do we want to sort of back into so that you make sure that you get where you want to go? So if you're feeling into this and you know you want help with your offers, for sure, get your name on the wait list at www.katherinemorsoncoaching.com forward slash messaging. Okay, so that was the second one, which is what is the appropriate time frame to achieve the result I'm selling? All right, third question. Y'all ready? The next thing is what elements conspire to make that result inevitable? And I want to be super clear, if you are just in the beginning of your business, I want you answering this question through the lens of what is the minimum viable product. This is a concept used in tech to basically get apps and technology out to the market quickly to allow people to basically start interacting with what the business has built. And then the business is able to see, like they're able to get data, they're able to get actual people in the market using it, and then they can iterate and develop 
more of the product and service with actual experience of what is working best for clients in real time and what isn't. So like for me, years into running my business, we have portals of content and private communities full of people to plug into. And for my highest level mastermind, we had these incredibly deep portals we activate and move through in our pleasure and precision live immersion experiences. But guess what my business was for the first couple of years? It was me with my full attention and love and energy and presence holding space for my clients on Zoom calls every week. It was me and my client and a Zoom interface. (laughs) This is, I think, another reason why being in Words or Wands is so powerful is it's a room full of people who are already actively signing clients and really grounding into, okay, I've got my MVP offer. This thing has legs. This wants to be a real business. So how do I want to start planning to move my offers from that MVP minimum viable product phase to the fuller vision of what I know is possible? And on what timeline do I start to bring those elements in? Because one hole I see so many business owners fall into is making their offers too complicated way too soon, way too fast, way too early on, because they are looking at how seasoned entrepreneurs like me are structuring offers and just trying to replicate what they see the big dogs doing, right? Without the knowledge, the know-how, the skills, or the resources. If I had a dollar for every time I saw someone posting in a group about needing help, knowing how to create an active and engaged community, like they have tons of people in a free Facebook group, but then they have no idea how to create a cultural community, no idea how to have a community that's really engaging, right? It's almost always a less skilled or experienced business owner who just was like, oh, I see successful people have Facebook groups. And so they create the structure of the Facebook group without the skill of running it. (laughs) Right? They don't have the skill, the know-how or experience of how to actually make that structure successful. And I see this often, so often with people who are like, I think I need to make a course. I literally was just talking to someone the other day. They are brand new into their business. They've just Like they've made three offers ever, right? They haven't even booked a sales call. And she was like, I think I need to create a course. So can you tell me about like where you host your courses? And I was like, fuck no. The last thing you need to be doing is creating a course. That's what like new entrepreneurs do when they're like scared to be seen and to market and sell. So creating a course feels productive. But if you create a course and you don't have the ability to message to get clients to buy the course. I cannot tell you how many courses are just sitting with like no clients inside of them because people wanted to feel productive. So they made stuff for clients that weren't there to buy because they didn't have the skill to get the clients, right? So if you are making less than $100,000 per year and you think you need to have tons of fancy frameworks and workbooks and assets and portals of filmed content and courses and communities you are very, very wrong. (laughs) If there's anything that you think you need, right? And your first $100,000 and it feels like you have to work really hard to create those things before you have clients, I promise the answer is you don't need it. (laughs) And if you're trying to stuff all of those elements into your offers, you are severely misallocating your time and energy to get your business off the ground. Pre $100,000 in annual revenue, you want to just have a minimum viable product and even up to like your first $50,000, I wouldn't even put stress 
on what's down the line and what is next. Like just enjoy the magic of your first clients, those first tens of thousands of dollars. And once you've worked with a bunch of clients, it will be very clear to you what elements are highest priority to create and layer into your offer. And again, if you want help with figuring out what this looks like for your business in terms of what elements are highest priority for revenue generation and the best client experience, really breaking down what you need to be working on now versus six to 12 months out from now, that's all stuff we work on inside of the Words or Wands Mastermind. Okay, now last question. And this last question is really most relevant to those of you that are coming into Words or Wands in slightly more established businesses. Like maybe you're planning to come in for one round of Words or Wands and then you're moving up into Pleasure and Precision. Like you're really, you can see in the next year or two, you're moving into scaling into like having a proper company. You want to have a business that exists outside of you, right? And you're thinking about how do I continue to grow and serve clients and your calendar, you're seeing it start to fill up with clients, right? When you start to have that happening, the question and filter you really want to be layering on to every single one of your offers is what level of access to you is appropriate? In any business, you start small and you grow. I remember in the last job I worked at as an employee where I was selling those big custom software deals to large Fortune 100 companies, I would only ever tap the CEO and pull him into a sales meeting with a client if it was a really big potential deal, like multiple millions with the potential for that one multiple million dollar deal to become a multi-year, multi-project relationship right? So even with big brands, like I remember we did some really cool discovery work with big brands like Colgate, or we even had, it was so fun. We did this work with a, a company that actually won money on Shark Tank and they'd gotten tons of press. They were all over. If you Googled their name, they were like all over the internet. It was like a really fun deal for us. But we, I would not pull the CEO for that right? Like I would not bring him into that meeting because we had to protect his time and energy and not pull him into that lower level of work where the potential of the deal size wasn't large enough to tap him on the shoulder and bring him in for, right? Even if it was super cool clients and really great projects. But in the beginning of that company, I think I was there when they were at a run rate of around like, I don't know, 25 or $30 million a year. But in the beginning, when they didn't have all the tens of millions of dollars coming in, that company I worked at was started by five guys in university out of their dorm rooms at the University of Texas in Austin. And they told tales of the initial sales calls that they did with big companies and brands and how all five of them would get on the call and they would really give it their all to win the deal. But as your business grows, and more importantly, as you grow as an entrepreneur and your time becomes more highly valuable, right? Like highly, highly valuable, your skills are very high. It becomes a very high priority to say no to most requests and things that come your way that do not align with your energy being spent and the highest, best use of your time to where the business is going and the vision, right? So for examples with my clients, when they scale, they're either scaling with people or they're scaling with technology. 
So for a couple of clients I've had, one was a tech product marketing consultant and another was an accountant. And I helped both of them as they grew from multiple six figures towards seven figures. And we had to get them out of actually doing the day-to-day work, right? So for my accountant client, of course, she started, she was just doing all the tax returns. She was taking all the calls. She was answering all the questions. But as she, I think she was in around like a half a million dollar business. And we were looking at, what do we have to do, right? Like we need to get you out of the day-to-day work. So we had to bring on people to do the tax returns for her. So we focused on her creating materials to then be training the people on what to look for and how to do the returns properly. And then we had to close access to her, which let me tell you, did she fight me on? (laughs) Because she thought her value was being highly accessible and that will fuck you in scaling. So she had to shut herself off to answering all the questions from like the little tax return people that were paying her a few hundred dollars a year. And then they would like send her 10 questions and she would be answering them. We had to cut that off. No, No more of that. And she would only make herself accessible to the higher end clients who were paying for her time of fractional CFO services, right? Whereas in the beginning, she was just happy to have clients. She was highly accessible and she would answer so many questions from clients that she had no business answering for like these tiny tax return clients. It was like eating so much. They were not paying for any of her time and they were just asking all the questions. And of course she kept answering it. So she was teaching them, you know, just, I don't value my time. Just keep asking me lots of questions. And so it was a very similar, it was not nearly as bad for my client inside of Pleasure and Precision who was scaling her tech product marketing consulting business. But we did have to look at, you have to get comfortable selling the work as it's not you delivering it, right? She was bringing on, she was starting an agency. So she was hiring people to deliver and do the actual project work and reserving her time for the higher level clients or as only a communication touch point for the leader of the project client side, not the person answering the day-to-day questions for things, right? Now, many of my clients aren't necessarily scaling with people in that way. They might be scaling, hiring like a VA or an ops person on the back end. But a lot of my clients are growing digital businesses, like course creators, coaches, looking at scaling to bigger memberships or group programs. And this question applies here too, right? So if you're more in the digital entrepreneur space and your calendar is starting to fill, you want to start to look at your offer suite and ask yourself, what level of access to you is appropriate? Now, remember, the question is not, what level of access do your clients want? Because if we asked my accountant clients, little tax return clients, their answer, they'd be like, no, 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 we want her to keep answering all of our tiny, annoying tax return questions and confusion. And we definitely don't want to pay her anything additionally for all the time it takes her to do this. We just want to ask her a dozen questions (laughs) and we want her to keep answering. That's not the way to structure your offers. (laughs) I see this even with so many of my clients who are coaches who are spending so much time outside of their weekly call time, um, taking notes, sending clients follow-up notes, um, answering client emails, texts, which like why in the world you would have given your clients your personal number is beyond me. Uh, 9 p.m. Voxer notes. It is wild what I have seen y'all out in the wild world of having no boundaries. (laughs) But remember, we are not making access to you decisions from people pleasing or a lack of ability to set boundaries. 
which 100% I will work with you on. We are making decisions from what level of access to you is appropriate for the results of the offer and the amount the client is paying. And then once you determine what the answer is to that, then we have to coach on all the stuff that comes up for you around setting the boundaries and holding the boundaries and the discomfort of telling a client that something in the offer is changing as you scale, right? So in a digital business that's scaling, this might look like a foundational offer that is a standalone course with absolutely zero access to you live ever. And then as we build out your offer suite, we look at what access levels are appropriate for each offer. So for example, in my business right now, my highest level offer is pleasure and precision, which is my scaling mastermind. And we have Voxer for that group of people. And if you don't know Voxer, it's a really great app that allows you to send voice notes back and forth. You can send texts and fun gifts and all the things. It's a communication platform. And so that is for sure out of any of my offers, that's the highest level of access to me because it's my highest level offer. A couple of weeks ago, I had a client with a question on a sales page or no, it was an email. She was sending a sales email. And we went back and forth in real time over voice notes over exactly, she had a thing. It was like, I was inviting a client to a thing. This is my relationship with him. Like, can you take a look at this? Right. And then I just asked her, I was like, yes, send it to me. Send me the link to your Google doc. And we did edits in real time. She got the email out to the client, the potential client that day. She sent it to the client, has since met with the client, and she actually just sent a note a few days ago that she has now booked that client. She has a business where she has a smaller number of clients, but they're very large deal sizes. So one of the biggest issues I see on this front with those of you who are having trouble with access to you problems, it's people-pleasing, it's not setting boundaries. And it's overextending yourself, bending over backwards, thinking if you don't do that, right? If you don't overextend yourself, that your clients are going to leave. And listen, in the very beginning of my business, I was totally offering Voxer to every single one of my one-on-one clients. And I was for sure answering voice notes at 9 p.m. And there honestly was a period of time in the beginning where that was initially fun for me. It was the novelty and the newness. I was so excited to even have clients in the first place. But as my schedule got busier, I could not allow, like having that level of access to me was holding me back from actually doing the work in the business that was going to grow the business and move it forward. And if I was honest, that level of access to me was not appropriate for that offer, right? And if I had stayed back there, I would still be doing one-on-one, bending over backwards, not having boundaries, answering, answering questions at like 10 p.m., And not only is it non-sustainable for your happiness and your joy, but that kind of behavior actually blocks you from being able to strategically grow your business revenue. It keeps your business small. In order to grow your business, we need to be looking strategically at what the highest, best use of your time is to feed the business the time and energy it's yearning for. And that means creating an offer suite as your business scales with levels of access to you that make sense and are appropriate for the level of the deal size or offer. So going back to like, I have a Voxer channel for my Pleasure and Precision Mastermind. And when I opened it, I was very clear about the four days per week that I was available. I was very clear about the kind of support they could ask for in that group, how they should ask for it, and what to expect and anticipate from me in terms of how quickly I would respond to them. 
I was very upfront ahead of time about what that looked like. So I was setting expectations. That was my job as the person who was creating that container. All right. So to recap, the four questions are that you want to put every single offer through to make sure you're making it. The most mouthwatering offer is, what are the results people are buying? What is the appropriate amount of time to achieve that result? What elements conspire to make that result inevitable for the client? And what level of access to you is appropriate for that offer? And you can see now using those questions and filters, how that works in my offer suite and business, right? So we were just talking about in pleasure and precision, my scaling mastermind. That's the only offer I have that has a live immersion experience, right? So I meet with those clients for multiple days every six months, and those clients get tons of access to me and my team. And the reason why that is there is it matters to the result they're creating, which is them learning how to actually hire people and train people and scale their business, right? So like at the last live immersion, I took my pleasure and precision ladies on a day trip to Sedona and we had a totally impromptu like fireside style Q&A with my operations manager where they, every one of my clients got to sit and riff for the entire drive and ask me and her, how do we approach hiring and training? How do we structure our projects and build out our SOPs? How do we know which ones to build out now and which ones don't matter and would just be putting too much rigid process in and like take all the fun and creativity out of running the business, right? Like every single little thing they were curious about they got to ask her because they're starting to bump up against those things in their own business, right? And then based on how useful that conversation was for them on our drive to Sedona, we actually made a note for the Pleasure and Precision Mastermind, have my operations manager go in and actually run a workshop for them on specifically SOPs and team. And so I think that was about three weeks ago. She went in there and ran the SOP magic workshop for them. And she pulled back the hood for my clients in that mastermind and showed them the back end of my business, right? Like the systems, the procedures, the processes, like where were the constraints and bottlenecks where, where we were seeing stuff in our business? We're like, oh shit. Like we, we definitely need to like automate things. We're bumping up against the same thing. We're wasting a lot of time on these things. We showed like, these were the pain points we had. And then this was literally what we did to solve that pain point. And now it's like to run the level of business I run with like the with how few people and resources we've done, it's because we've been so good about the shit on the back end. And we were able to, she was able to take them through exactly how we've done it. Like the back end of our launches, our content repurposing, all of that stuff. And then she stayed on and worked with them on solving any questions they had of like things that they were bumping up against in their business. And they were like, is this an operational thing? Is this an SOP thing? Is this like a, you know, hire a VA? Do I need a VA or an OBM? Right? Like all of those types of things. And they were able to then get their questions answered directly by people on my team who have been there and scaled my business, Right. None of my other clients in my other offers get access to my team like that because access to my team isn't relevant to the results of my other containers, right? Branding or messaging is not relevant for them to have access to my team, but it is appropriate for my clients who are scaling. 
So we take that into account and allow that access into that offer. Or another example of an element that is different between offers is that I start calls in the Brand Alchemy Accelerator with an embodiment practice, a somatic, energetic, or spiritual practice that's reshaping their nervous systems and invoking and calling in the energy of their future selves, building it more and more into their bodies. So it's like a felt lived cellular memory inside of their bodies, right? Inside of their mind-body system. That element is very important to the result I'm selling in the Brand Alchemy Accelerator, which is becoming the next level version, right? Stepping into their future selves that's able to achieve the results of the next income goal that they have. And we study the energy and frequency of that future self, how they show up, how they market, how they make offers on video. And then we work on invoking and pulling that energy in and creating safety and expansion in the body to raise their vibration to that frequency, to that level. So they're able to take up more space online, be super visible, make powerful offers on video, all of those things that you see coming out of the accelerator. But inside of the Words or Wands Mastermind, I do not have the element of embodiment practices because I'm selling messaging work to people who are already established in their brands. They're already embodied. So masterminders coming into Words or Wands have either been through the Brand Alchemy Accelerator or maybe I think about half the room hasn't been through the Accelerator, but they feel super confident. They feel fully expressed. They feel like I've got that part. I'm showing up fully. And what I'm really needing right now is the ability to quickly, concisely, and powerfully connect to potential clients through messaging so that best fit clients can very clearly and easily see that buying their offer is their next step, right? So you can see how I'm thinking about elements of like, why do embodiment practices live in some of my offers and not in others? It's because of this. I'm thinking about what's the result I'm selling and what elements need to go into the offer to make that inevitable, Right. So let's end with this, which is a full breakdown of how I thought about and did structure the words or wands mastermind. So you can see my thought process around the questions and the decisions I made. Okay. So the first one, what are the results I'm selling? I'm selling people fully booked businesses, right? I'm selling them clients raising their hands and buying now instead of one year from now, or even worse, having amazing potential clients leave your audience because the messaging is confusing and they don't understand how the offer connects to the thing that they need or want help with right now, right? And what's super fun about that is like selling the result of a fully booked business is I have a lot of clients in that offer who are right now in one-on-one But then once their one-on-one is getting full, we start to look at, okay, so now let's start to look at filling a group, right? And then they could stay to learn how to message and get fully booked in their groups to be selling their groups out. I'm selling the skill set of messaging mastery that not only gets my clients immediate impact and results in their business right now, but that skill, that is an entrepreneurial skill that they then have for the rest of their entire lives for the rest of their entrepreneurial career to be able to understand messaging best practices and principles so that for every single offer they ever sell from now until the end of time, for every single marketing campaign, for every single thing they ever offer to their audience, they're going to understand how to message it and how to connect with their potential clients powerfully and quickly so that their best people clearly see the value of their offer and raise their hand to buy, right? Not just right now, but for the rest of their entrepreneurial lives, they will get that skill set by joining Words or Wands, 
They get to take that money-making entrepreneurial skill with them for the rest of their entrepreneurial career, which for most of my clients is decades, right? So I want you to think about that. The result they're buying isn't just the additional income they make in their single six-month round. It's the compound impact of the likely, probably, if they have decades left in their entrepreneurial career, likely millions of extra dollars that they're going to create over their career from the skill set they come into Words or Wands to develop right now. Pretty fucking big, I know. Which leads us to the next question, which is, what is the appropriate timeline to achieve the result? Now stay with me because my answer to this one is very interesting and could give you a really good sort of purview or filter to look through your offers from. Because here is where I had to really feel into this to get to what time frame was most appropriate for the words are Juan's mastermind. And I decided on six months and here's why. There were a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm selling messaging mastery as a skill set, but that's not a binary skill. It's not black or white. It's not like I know how to message or I don't, right? It's to what level of mastery and proficiency do you have in the skill of messaging, right? How skilled are you? And this is where I wanted to create flexibility for my clients who have different desires from me, right? Maybe their soul is calling them in a different direction. And here's what I mean by that. I genuinely do not believe every single person feels called to be like the World Cup all-star of entrepreneurs in some multiple seven-figure business, eight-figure, nine-figure, whatever, right? In a past podcast, I mentioned the example of chefs. And how some of the best chefs in the entire world run food trucks because they don't feel the desire to have or run a full restaurant or to scale to multiple restaurants with different food concepts. They just want to run a little food truck and serve the people that love eating their food. And they love that being the in and out of their days, right? They love that being the fabric of their days. That is an honorable living. And if they don't have that ping inside of them that is calling them to expand, that is asking them to rise, that is begging of them to be bigger in the world, then I do not think they should feel inferior for staying in a food truck. I think they should pat themselves on the back that they're doing what feels good to them. And this to me is people in online business right now that maybe they just want to make $100,000 or $200,000, right? They don't feel called to a huge business. They like having a small sort of boutique solopreneur business where they wear all the hats. And if they don't have the ping inside of them that's asking them to expand, asking them to grow, asking them to rise in that capacity, I think that person's work is not letting all the blah, blah, blah talking about scaling to multiple seven figures just wash over them and have their brain be like, wait, should I do that? Am I bad if I don't do that? Right? Their work is to feel into like for what I feel called to in my lifetime, like the impact of the community and the clients I'm here to serve that actually feels like a six figure or a low multiple six figure business and calling it a day. That's great. And I want to be able to help that entrepreneur. And for that person, they might just come into words or wands for one or two rounds and feel like in those one or two rounds, they've gotten proficient enough at messaging that they're now consistently attracting a pretty large number of people to sales calls and they feel complete and they like to continue to run sales calls and they feel their journey with me is complete at that time. But then because of who I am, because of my brand and my values and what I'm embodying in the marketplace today, 
I also attract a ton of rising titans. Like the people right now who are just starting out, but they fucking know there's an entire empire that lives inside of them. And for that person and where they're going, they don't want to just be able to message to attract more people to sales calls. They're like, listen, I'm going to start there, but I know, right? I might even be in the beginning of my business, but I know after I do that, I want to do the next part where I get even better at messaging and I'm able to cut out sales calls completely because I've gotten so good at messaging. I don't even need to get on the phone anymore, right? And so structuring the mastermind in six-month increments gives my clients at different levels of both their desire and their desired ability within messaging, the ability to sort of get off the train based on how far they want to go with their skill of messaging and how big they want to grow their business, right? And how big they want to grow their business will dictate how skilled they need to be in their messaging. And the other thing I kept in mind with the timeline of deciding on that six-month timeline for the mastermind was those rising titans that move really fucking fast. Listen, that was not me. I took, I don't know, maybe two or three rounds of my mastermind and then I shot off. But I definitely had a lot of things to work on before I really was like, oh, wait, I am now a rising titan. Okay, so if you're like, listen, I don't know, is there something wrong with me? If you feel like it's in you, I knew it was in me. It took a little bit of time to get it out of me, okay? I have literally though had people come in when I was running my last mastermind, the Think Like an Entrepreneur Mastermind, there were people that would come in and they would apply after like just signing their first client, but you could feel the energy of their application. You could feel these fireball people (laughs) and they would join the mastermind. They'd sign like a single client when they got accepted. They'd come in, they'd consume the teachings, the concepts, they'd implement and apply the work that were really all in and literally made over $100,000 in their first round of the mastermind. I've had multiple masterminders have that experience. It's insane, the sort of rocket ship kind of growth I've seen people create in just their first round. But I don't want to design my entire business around that client type, because if we're really honest, that's a little bit, that's a little bit of an outlier, right? Like it's definitely possible But those are the people that like, you don't want to make all your decisions around. You just want to make sure that you can support those people, right? But I think because of who I am in the world, I'm highly attractive to those people that have the fireball inside of them. Like they feel the bigness in them just wanting to explode. And one of my unique gifts is really activating and releasing that, right? And so I like these people, they might just come in these fireballs, and they're just coming in for a single round of words or wands, but they know they're going, they're fucking going for it, right? So they want to do a a round of words or wands, and then they've exploded their business so quickly that they move right up into pleasure and precision to begin prepping to scale their business. It's like the podcast I had a few weeks back on why you should be failing right now. There are some people that come in and they start stacking. They're like, listen, I know it's going to like my success is going to be built in a pile of failures. So let me just stack that pile up so fast that it leads to success and mastery really fast. And for those people as well, I like that six month window because then they can very quickly move up into the next level of entrepreneurial skill stacking, which is how to actually create a company and scale it. So you can see how I thought about the timeline of six months for the Words or Wands Mastermind and why it was great both for my boutique solopreneur clients who just want a $100,000, $200,000 business for forever, right? Like they don't ever want to like have a whole team and and they're like, I don't even know, I don't ever want to know what an SOP is. And that's fine. 
And that six months is also amazing for my fireball clients who are going to go from ground zero to multiple six figures super fast. And in fact, this is like another thing that I thought about, like I was thinking about my different client types, right? So I'm like, what about for the fireballs that they come through words or wands, but they want to move up and begin prepping the scale. So one of the decisions that I made for them, for people who are joining Pleasure and Precision is that all of my clients inside of Pleasure and Precision get access to all of my other programs, right? So when you're in Pleasure and Precision, you get access to the Words or Wands Mastermind. You get access to the Brand Alchemy Accelerator for the year that you're masterminding with me. Because I know messaging work and mastery of that skill, that's going to continue to be important in a more advanced capacity. And so my Pleasure and Precision folks are able to then in tandem be working on both hiring and training for their back end, as well as continuing that messaging mastery to keep signing more and more clients onto the front end. So for those of you that feel like you might be one of my fireballs and you're about to roar into words or wands, but your eyes are really on coming into pleasure and precision to scale. I got you, boo. I have structured every single one of my offers with this level of detail for the different types of clients I have and making offers and programs that are delicious and amazing and mouthwatering for all of them. Okay, so the next question is, what elements conspire to make the results inevitable? And when I thought about this for Words or Wands, I got very clear on what elements needed to be in this mastermind. One of the issues I've seen so much in other programs and masterminds is when it feels like most of the room is like on chapter 19 and then other people are like on chapter seven. <laughs> and you never want to be in a situation in a group program where the chapter seven people begin holding back the chapter 19 people from moving to chapter 25, right? And so what that looks like and means in my business is when business owners stay small and stuck because they're scared to make decisions, they're scared they're going to make the wrong decision. And so you see people stay stuck and not make decisions to move their business forward and staying in lower performing businesses than they're meant to have because they're avoiding shit. And so what we do in Words Are Wands is when you enroll, if you are accepted, you get access to the portal of content. We have an entire portal of content that walks through all the teachings, all the concepts, all the messaging, best practices, all of that. And so those of you that are applying, if you get accepted, you will get access to that portal in September, and then you will have self-study with the program until the mastermind starts in November which means you have luxurious amounts of time to go through the trainings, to dive into the decision-making frameworks around what offers you need, when, how to develop and speak about the process you use so potential clients feel safe to buy, how to message the value super clearly, all of that, right? And then in November, we get everybody on the same page because we start the Words or Wants Mastermind, with an entire full day virtual kickoff where I open the floor up to coaching and consulting on all the decisions that need to get made for the next six months. What offers you're selling? Whether or not you want a niche? And if so, what it is? Starting to flesh out your unique process and how to brand and position it in the marketplace. All of that stuff. And you make all of those decisions on day one with the ability to ask me any questions you have about your specific business to get clarity on what is the best decision for you, for where you are right now in your business and what you're wanting to develop in the coming years. And then we're working it. We're like, what need, what do we need to make now to make sure that that vision in a couple of years is done? 
Okay. And we're looking at prioritization, all of that. We're doing all of that on day one of the virtual kickoff so that we don't have a group program where some people are on chapter seven and some people are on chapter 25. On day one, we're getting full clarity, committed decisions, and an actual plan of what's going to be implemented over our six months together in the mastermind, right? So we're starting with that full day event to get everyone on the same page and then an entire six months to implement, troubleshoot, get my help, see what's happening, evaluate, test, iterate, all that stuff, right? So that you can use those six months, not only to get better at messaging, but also to get really great at understanding what variables to look for in your business when you're not where you wanna be in your revenue, that you know exactly what variables are going to move the needle forward so that you're never, you never want to be a place in your business where you aren't making money and you don't know exactly why, right? So you want to be able to shift and change the elements that are going to move the business forward. So that element, the full day virtual kickoff, that is an element, a very important element of the Words or Wands Mastermind that came from me asking, what elements make my clients getting that final result of messaging and calling in those clients, right? So they're booking lots more sales calls. People are saying they're ready to buy. They're coming with fewer, fewer, fewer objections. They're coming and they're coming at the sales call just saying, how do we get started, right? I'm asking myself, what can I layer into this mastermind to just totally stack the deck so far in their favor that those results are inevitable? And then after the full day virtual kickoff, Another element I layered into the Words or Wands Mastermind is monthly messaging magic workshops. Every single month, you have the ability to submit your content to me for edits and feedback. So you can submit your sales pages, your marketing emails, an Instagram carousel. I even had a client this last workshop submit a transcript of herself at the end of her podcast when she made an offer for people to buy her program. And we ran through the exact words she said on her podcast. And I identified where did she leave stuff out? Where did potential clients have hesitations about the things she said and she didn't address it, right? Where were there elements of her offer that she was not fully communicating the value of? I got into all the nooks and crannies. I think it was like three paragraphs she gave to me. And I was like, oh, I see some crannies, right? And once per month, I go through that. I go through an entire call where my masterminders are able to submit content to me ahead of time. And then I go through, I take hours and I go through and I make edits. I think about how they could do different angles. How could they, like, what did they miss? What could they sort of key into more powerfully? And then in that messaging magic workshop, I'm screen sharing and I'm sharing the submissions and making very precise, very clear edits in real time on where stuff should be reordered or reformatted differently or actually where their entire approach is just off. I had one client submit an email for me to look at this last messaging magic workshop I ran and her title was incredible. And I was like, oh my God, this title is so good. But then when I read the email, my entire conversation with her became like, this isn't like a copywriting thing. This isn't like, how do we zhuzh this up? This is a messaging thing where we need to back up and get super clear on if the message, the like the objection that she's answering, it's it wasn't even a hesitation people likely were having. And so then we were talking through okay, it's probably not, this is not the angle to even go at, like what, what you're asking your audience to do, like 
the title isn't going to drive them towards that action, right? It's like a separate thing. And so then we talked through what messaging angle she did want to approach, what subjects, what topics that she could try instead that would better route to what she was selling to her audience at that time. So you can see how powerful that element is, right? To once per month, be able to have my eyes, not just on your work, but also to hear me talk through this stuff with a room full of your colleagues, right? Where it's not just a portal of content of me teaching the concepts around messaging, but then actually in real time, once a month, I'm going through and showing you how I'm actually applying those messaging best practices you're learning about in real time to stuff that you're writing right now to your audience. And listen, do those workshops take me more time than just hopping on a weekly open coaching call? Yep, you better believe it. I'm blocking like half a day once a month to do this level of editing and thinking and messaging work on behalf of my clients. And it's the highest, best use of my time right now because I'm doing it in a scaled way where that work is then benefiting and in the entire room, the entire mastermind massively for the work and the skill that they're coming in, the the messaging chops they're coming in to get, you better believe that messaging magic workshop is crucial to have them see how the application works in real time, right? They're coming out of those workshops knowing exactly what needs to shift in their messaging to connect to buyers right now. And then not only applying those edits to that one piece of content, but then every single thing they write moving forward, right? And then in the other weeks, Of course, we also have open coaching calls. So for people who are coming up against wonky thoughts or concerns or hesitations or any sort of resistance that's coming up on them applying the work or to riff or mastermind on troubleshooting or adjustments they can make or to celebrate big windfalls, like big months, big income months. We've had so many people have their biggest months ever in business since joining Words or Wands. And then when something becomes relevant to the room, if there's like a topic that comes up that's relevant to the room, I will then run calls with topics that apply and would help everyone in the room. So like, for instance, in our first messaging workshop, I went through one of my masterminder sales pages and she had literally one of the best client testimonials I've ever seen in my entire life. My jaw was like on the fucking floor. It was so good. And it was buried at the bottom of the entire sales page. And this thing was like so good. I made the entire mastermind watch it. It was like multiple minutes long. And I was like, get ready, everybody. Literally by the end of it, multiple people in the mastermind were wiping tears from their eyes. That's how good this testimonial was, right? And then that was sort of something that because that was something that came up in the messaging workshop where it was like, we got to move this up higher on the page. That then opened a conversation around how does one get the best client testimonials possible, right? And so I started breaking down in real time all the elements of what that client, why that client testimonial was so powerful, right? And so that led to me running an entire next call around client testimonials, how to think about them, how to set yourself up for success and getting the most powerful ones, how to edit them, how to ask for them. Let me tell you, we did some coaching around how many people were feeling nervous about even asking for them. And I have one client who is so resistant to asking for them. She had all the thoughts and all the reasons on why her clients were were like, they're the special private snowflakes that wouldn't want to give testimonials. And she just posted a couple of days ago in the mastermind. She now has, since me running a client testimonial call, she has five clients who have now said yes to giving her testimonials. And now she's going to not just have a bunch of testimonials that amplify the power of her messaging and her marketing, 
But now she knows how to layer this element into her messaging for the rest of her entrepreneurial career, which is decades. Think of how much more money she's going to make, how many dozens or likely hundreds more clients she'll sign over her career because she got past her block around asking for testimonies in the first place and now understands how to actually create really riveting, powerful testimonials. And she's got the skill of how to create them that will ensure the most powerful end result. So you see how I'm looking at the mastermind and with the end result in mind, I'm layering in all of these elements that make success inevitable for my clients. The virtual kickoff, the messaging magic workshops, the weekly calls, my attention to special topics that will deeply help the entire room and move them forward in their messaging and marketing so that signing clients is easier and easier and easier. And then of course... I learned in the element of a private community. So outside of our weekly calls, people are constantly posting for feedback on a piece of messaging. And sometimes what they need is messaging work. And oftentimes they think what they need is messaging work, but they need coaching on the weird thoughts they're having that's making them do weird stuff in their messaging. And so people are constantly also posting celebrations. I am so excited. We just had a client post yesterday who has been with me for forever She's, if you remember me saying on a recent podcast, I had one client come with me from my last mastermind to this one, one single client. She's the one. And she just posted yesterday that she just had her first $36,000 in the last 30 days. And she was with me. She was one of my one-on-one clients. I remember when she had her first $10,000 month a couple of years ago. So to see her now posting about her first $36,000 in the last 30 days, you better believe the entire communities were like lighting up, celebrating her. People are like, tell us your secrets. And it's so fun. And I'm a huge advocate for community. I have a community element layered into every single one of my offers because when you're making big moves and shifts in your business, it's so much easier when you put yourself in community with these environments so that it's just normal. Because let's be real, what entrepreneurs are doing in the world is pretty fucking abnormal uh, versus what society taught us to do, right? So you want to put yourself in spaces where you're celebrated for taking up space and having big goals and making tons of money and dreaming really big and having a really big impact in the world. And so we celebrate hard in our words or community. We coach hard. They mastermind and share ideas with one another, all of them at once working together, applying and mastering the same work. And then the last question is, what level of access is appropriate? And Words or Wands is a higher level room. It's a mastermind. And so you can see and feel the difference in that. A lot of my masterminders start with me in the Brand Alchemy Accelerator, and the format of the calls changes when you come into Words or Wands. On the mastermind calls, everybody can see each other. It's a lot more intimate feeling. If you want coaching, you tell me, you just unmute yourself and we start riffing. It's like a a much more intimate environment, right? Every single month you can submit to get my actual eyes on your work in the messaging workshop. And we are zooming up and out. And I'm looking at the entire ecosystem of your business, your offers, your process, your vision for the business in the coming years. And we're dialing into exactly the part of the business that needs the love and focus now so that you are hitting your goals. 
I give you the trainings, the frameworks, literally the step-by-step evaluations to troubleshoot. If your messaging isn't connecting to clients, if people aren't raising their hands to buy, there's an evaluation for that. You can see what's like where you're off. If you're not where you want to be towards your goals, your income goals, all of that, there's evaluations for so many of those things. So you get really good at identifying where there's blocks, where there's constraints, where things are off and what tweaks and edits need to be made, what element or variable might you might not even be seeing, right? That is causing potentially issues in the business. Now I can totally see the room changing and growing in the coming years. And then, yeah, the structure might also change to help clients achieve their results. But right now, as it's a new room, there's a high level of me in there because I want to be in there to track any patterns or common obstacles my clients are having so that I can make resources and trainings to solve anything that's coming up for them. So you can see how in every single one of my decisions, the timeline, the elements of what I'm layering in, the level of accessibility to me and my attention on you and exactly what your business needs right now, all of those decisions have been made through me answering those four questions, making sure every single decision I make is stacking the deck so freaking hard in your favor to set you up for success in the room and to make you getting the results inevitable. So that is how you structure mouth-watering offers, my loves. You get so intentional, so devoted, so focused on helping your people get exactly what they want in a delicious timeline, and you deliver it. You structure your offers to make it inevitable, and you deliver it. And listen, if you felt into words or wands today and you know being in the room with us to grow your business is your next step, applications open September 4th through the 8th. And you can head to www.katherinemorsoncoaching.com forward slash messaging to get your name on the wait list. I'll see you there. you are loving what you are learning on the podcast and you're ready to cultivate and radiate your unique frequency out into the marketplace so that your audience stops the scroll, sees you, and drops in to buy, your next step is joining us in the Brand Alchemy Accelerator. Once you're energetically unbound, we take the work deeper as you prepare for the solopreneur to entrepreneur transition in the pleasure and precision mastermind, more deeply cultivating your energy and then learning to powerfully harness and direct it on the front end through the precision of your marketing and selling and on the back end through setting up a business that feels like it's holding you instead of you feeling like it's one more thing you have to take care of. Head to www.katherinemorsoncoaching.com to learn more. Oh,